Welcome to Wrestling History X. This is my. Can you hear it? Still in the X up, guys. I think I bruised my fucking forearms. <laughs> and this is just an extra show. We're going to call these house shows. Yeah, this is our R Zero episode. Yeah, we're, we're kind of making this the, the Zero episode. We just wanted to kind of put some stuff out just to let you know who we are and. Yeah. Why we love wrestling and that kind of thing. And like, yeah, we're not, um, we are not experts, but we only want context. And this is kind of why we started this, because we want, we want to watch it evolve. Yes. And the thing is, is that we get to see each other evolve uh, with our feelings about the, about the sport uh, together. Which is interesting because we're the only two friends we, they were the closest friends that we have that truly care about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, whenever some, I see something cool, Michael is the yeah. first person that I yeah. text and go, "Have you have seen, seen this? this?" Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? And uh, we kind of want to tell you our uh, our experiences, our with history, re- our experiences with wrestling, where we. How we got into it, uh, our earliest memories of it, uh, our downtime, and then uh, how we arrived where we are now. So, so it's gonna, like our origin story. Yeah, since Matt is my senior, throwing shade. Oh, he's calling me old. Yeah, he's, you're like two years older than me. I don't think it matters. But uh, the two years are significant because you've told me some stories that are pretty interesting uh that, like, I would have been unable to attend or be at. So, uh, what, like, what is your earliest memory of wrestling? Earliest memory of wrestling? I mean, I remember always, like, my... Saturday night? I, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever realized, but there are a lot of grandmas in the, in the crowds at, at these older shows. Yeah, totally. Grandmas used to love wrestling. Yeah, totally. Which is very funny. And that is probably how I got into wrestling. Your grandmother likes wrestling? Grandmother. I, I would always watch wrestling with my grandmother. That fucking is awesome. And, like, I don't remember what we watched. I mean, I'm sure we probably watched some Saturday Night Main events at some point. Yeah. I mean, the thing I remember watching the most was um, there was a movie rental place. It wasn't a blockbuster. It was, like, a local movie rental and place. And watched No Holds Barred. And... I mean, I did watch No Holds Barred. <laughs> okay. Um, which we'll watch again here yeah, we'll, in we'll, a couple we'll, weeks, yeah. probably, <laughs> at some point. But um, they would have the wrestling videos, the Coliseum oh, really? home videos. The Coliseum, though. And I would rent the Royal Rumbles, like, all the time. I know you're a Royal I Rumble I love man. the Royal Rumble. Which is so funny. And, I mean, I remember watching one of the first matches that I remember seeing is Hogan, Warrior, that match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the Royal Rumbles. I like. I don't remember what happened in any of them. No, like, no, you were being you know, you're a small child. But I was a small child, but like, you were just transfixed with the fact that it was like, well, I don't know what this is, but I know that it's weird. Exactly. And then as I grew up, I mean, I, you know, I kind of grew out of it a little bit, but but then. But you got in way earlier. Than I, I did get in way earlier, but like. ECW kind of started, and they hit 
Um, I kind of got into ECW. How were you I watching was, ECW back then, though? Because you were watching it as it was happening. Um, I mean, I didn't really watch it religiously until uh, it, like, until it was on TNN. Like the, the television? Okay. Or, I mean, I I had I had the videotapes on VHS of every episode of ECW on TNN. Oh, fuck. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that was back when tape trading was a big thing. And yeah. so I actually bought those off of... But that's like the death throes. That's the death throes of. Yeah, uh, I mean it was the last. It was the last. But my favorite wrestlers were Lance Storm, Taz. I mean, guys that people are like, who? Like, we know who Taz. I mean, we we know. But like people, people know who they are. But no, I don't think ever knows. But you know, but once I got older, school age hit, and me and my buddy would literally every Monday. Monday Night Wars. Yeah, that's what I was we, waiting we for. Was like, like, you guys were you guys were WCW guys. We were WCW guys more. Which makes sense at the we, time. Because I think was it earlier? It was it like one of the shows repeated. I like I said, it's I'm old guys. Pre Thunder. Uh, it was Pre Thunder that we started watching, um, but we did like we both at one point Oklahoma City had a Nitro, and then the Tuesday night. Uh, Thunder was in Tulsa. You told me that, and it and sounds we, fucking awesome. And we did a double, we did the double night thing, with both that? shows. I want to say it was 98, 99. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. I know Kevin Nash was at one of the shows. Yeah. I don't remember which one, because we're being in the crowd and, like, walking up to the front row and being like... Oh, you guys had front row seats? Sheets. We were up, but Where we, like, but we like, walked down Because it was the Wild Wild West back then, and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, it was... And we literally walked up, and we were like, holy shit, Kevin Nash is Bigger huge. than you thought, yeah. Like, and you're just like, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like how you see, like, Randy Orton, and you're like, yeah, Randy Orton's big, but Randy Orton's huge. Yeah. But, yeah, so we would watch, you know, one of them reshoot. So maybe that probably was the ni- Probably Nitro. Probably Nitro. But I think we started watching Nitro, and then we would, like, kind of... Oh, yeah. And then, you know, just back and forth, and then if we missed anything that we thought, you know... We- we basically would rewatch Nitro on the re- on the replay, and yeah, we did that for gosh, like three or four years, basically. So like, you did religiously. that. Did you do that up until uh, the acquisition? I remember watching the acquisition okay. live, and then and that when you kind of like fell off. And yeah, probably because right around that time, I graduated high school. Yeah, uh, and had to basically start working more. Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of fell off of wrestling at that point. I always kind of, every once in a while, I would, like, dip my toe back in and watch, watch yeah, a little bit. And, and here's the other thing is I never watched pay-per-views. No. Growing no, up at no. all. I got one pay-per-view when I was a child. I think I have. And it was the worst pay-per-view probably ever. I mean, literally the first pay-per-view that I ever bought was probably, like, 2010 Royal Rumble. Which, honestly, that, like, uh, it was something that was just like one day I was at home and I was off on a Sunday and I was like, I got, I got, I got a couple extra bucks. I kind of want to watch the Royal Rumble tonight. Hey, wife, can I watch the Royal Rumble? Yeah, tonight? is it okay if I spend 25 bucks? And she was like, sure, why not? I mean, this is before the network, so it was like 60, yeah, it was it was like 50, 60 bucks to yeah. get oh, the pay per views at that point. And she was like, sure, I don't care. So, like, literally, that was my first pay per view that I ever watched live. Dip my toe back in every once in a while, just kind of see what was going on. Yeah, but on. you were harder in than I was. You've told me stories about uh, chat room role play. 
Yes. Which is very back interesting. Back when AOL, very funny and I love it. Back when AOL, um, they would have the chat rooms and there would be online federations. And, you know, you would Bret Hart, Benoit. Uh, I basically always, I basically you know really almost, like you picked like three ring technicians and one guy that's like the best promo because the I, other guys are not great. Basically, promo. was basically oh, yeah. what I always did. And is Paul Heyman Canadian? No, I would pick Paul Heyman if I had someone else. I can see you, but like I literally you most most of the time I did I had two big ones. Yeah, and then always on like the like. The show before the first pan. Those are your boys. Yeah, those yeah. are my three guys, basically. Because I didn't want Bret Hart to be, like, the front guy. He was basically. kind of your sting. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't act alone, but he only showed up when he needed to. Yeah, basically. And I mean, yeah. it, I liked writing. I, I still no, I still, I still, still cool. do like writing, which helps doing this podcast. Yeah, because, well, you can... Because it gives me, a, like, exciting parts and yeah. that kind like, of thing. I've, I was, have been very impressed by your, like history segments at the end of the show where I'm like, ah, these are very good like encapsulations of like what should be a four or five paragraphs or like a chapter of a book. It's like yeah. all very like, it's I all mean, very I try like, to keep, streamlined, yeah. but it's very like easy to understand. So, but yeah, like after that was kind of fell off. And then I guess it was, Two years ago, two three years ago at this point, uh, Lance Storm and Cyrus um, Don Callis started a podcast called Killing the Town, um, and I was all like, "Oh, hey, my That's favorite a great name for a podcast. My uh, favorite wrestlers doing a podcast. Sure, I'm gonna listen to it." And that's where you gained your Don Callis love. Well, I. I liked Don Callis. I mean, Cyrus was always a weird character, but yeah, I always liked him. But you know, never. But they basically Don Callis had just become New Japan's um, color commentator, and like literally, they just kept talking about this Kenny Omega guy and the Omega Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom Eleven. Yeah. So and is that the they just is that the first big one, or is there a G one match before that? That was the first big one. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was Okada Omega like, 1. There's the three big ones, and there's like a G1 match in between, I think. Yeah, Okada Omega 2 was the G1, G1 match. Okay, so then 3 and then 4. And then okay. 3 was the Dominion match. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so they're talking about these two guys, and I'm all like, oh, that's cool. I should, you know, maybe I'll... And, like, and, and they would always... And, and, to be honest, kind of where the idea for this podcast came from was kind of from that podcast as well, because they would cover ECW. Oh, yeah? Uh, like, the, they would do, like, the weekly shows back from when, from the point that Don Callis joined ECW. Which, what time was that, the TNN time? It, it, yeah, it so was, like, like, right before the TNN time. So oh, some of those okay. shows are on the network. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, they would cover those. They would do the weekly show and just kind of, like... And they would tell backstage stories and so like, stuff that was just super interesting. Up. You know, like one of a thing that's really hard to explain to people that don't like wrestling is that one of the best and most rewarding and silliest and kind of upsetting at the same time things about being a wrestling fan is that uh, it's it's everything. It's not just the match. It's not just the show. It's it's the rumors, it's like, like I don't give a fuck about sports. I've never been a sports guy, but like wrestling never stops. 
and you consist- consistently grow with those people and you watch them and like they might be playing a character but that person that's playing that character uh, like seven days for them is still seven days for you which is not very common in uh, fiction yeah. or even in sports because you know in an off season like time flies and then shit starts back up but there's really like no off season the off season for them is them being injured or like a fake injury for a like vacation or something if they're lucky or enough to, go film to be a movie paid well enough for that if they're lucky enough to get paid for a movie so I think that the like one of the most romantic things about it is the is the behind the scenes and it is the like watching it happen and watching it grow so it's really interesting to be into it leave for a long time and come back and then be like what the fuck did I miss yeah and wait a second what did I miss before that and what was I not paying attention to and how did I not perceive it like I perceived it a specific way as a child like so yeah and so so that's where like and I was all like wouldn't it be fun to like go back and you know just watch a bunch of stuff that I've never seen before. But just back to me for a second, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so at that point I was kind of like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll go back and I watched that Omega Okada match. And I was just like, Oh shit. This- what is the, like, it's a whole it just thing. reignited the fire yeah. that, in. and, but the thing is, is that you like, saw it in a whole new light. You're, I saw you watching New Japan shows like every time it came on. Yeah. But I don't watch Raw and Smack. Have good on you, bud. Purposely not watch us. Now I do watch like there's some YouTube the, the yeah. show, and if they say something's cool, then I might go back and make sure that I watch that specific match or something. I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. I do watch NXT every week because religiously because it's the best show. It's the best. It's the best uh, regular regular and weekly show. There for a while, I was watching Impact and Ring of Honor. I've kind of fell off of those a little bit yeah. because Impact became a little bit of our show every week. Ring of Honor, most of the most of the characters that I loved in Ring of Honor have now moved on as well. Yeah, well, I can probably say when AEW. Well, we're gonna be. Everyone's gonna be watching it. We're gonna be watching. We it will together. be watching it. Probably. Are, I am sure that the first night that they, you know, we are going to get together and we're gonna watch that shit and yell on television. Probably. And it'll be fun. And like, hopefully, like we'll be great. Exactly. Because uh, like wrestling is hot right now, and that's cool that it's hot. Yeah. And like we're being hot because we are like fans as a child, but you you for much longer kind of. Uh, well, I'll tell my story shortly, but uh, the gone to places, random places in the last, uh, like, year or so. I've seen people in wrestling t-shirts, and we have a, like, common, like, hell yeah. Like, I might not have a wrestling t-shirt on, but if I comment on that, like, we're gonna talk for a while. I mean, there's just this bond. It is. That, like, if you find another wrestling fan, Uh you have that bond of just being able to be like... Hey, hey, like, yeah, cool. Because I mean, I mean, I didn't even mention this, but like, I went to All In. Yeah, no, yeah, you did All In. That was cool. And like, literally, one of the coolest things was just that like every single person in that building was a motherfucking mark. Was <laughs> because they loved wrestling, and it was just this yeah, that it was just like, like, because like I am not a 
super. I'm, I wouldn't say that I am either. But and but like literally. It's like oh, you felt so comfortable. Just, just comfortable and just like people yeah. around me just all night long, as we're enjoying and experiencing this month. Yeah. Basically. No, totally. Like I, I went to uh, a show. There was like a old punk band. It was like the Descendants and all played shows in Tulsa back to back. And there was a guy I saw one night, and he had like uh, I think it was a Marty Scroll uh, hoodie on, and I was like oh, or maybe it was it like. I think he had a Skrull shirt on, but he had an NJPW hoodie on, and I was like, fuck yeah, New Japan, and he was like, what's up? We talked for a long time, and I was wearing, he introduced me to his wife, he's like, ah, oh, I found another Mark, and I was like, it's like, I know that you don't mean a derogatory way, but I was like, oh, whatever, it's cool, and then like, yeah, we talked for a while, and then I saw him at the next show, and it was really fun, but yeah, and then I, I've been to Tulsa for a friend's, and we were in a completely different bar, and there was just... Some guy rocking uh, the man T-shirt, and it's just like, how, like, two years before right now. When was the last time you saw somebody probably wearing a like wrestling T-shirt? I mean, every once in a while you would see every it. Every once in a while. But like, it's definitely more socially but it's also, acceptable. I feel like it's also gotten more hip too, because uh, somebody came in uh, that only worked like a week to the point where I was like, who's that? Why are they standing around there? And uh, they were obviously waiting for their, like, one-week check. <laughs> they didn't work out, but she was obviously, like, 10 years younger than me. She was, like, 20 to 21 years old. A very ugly but very awesome Stone Cold Steve Austin hockey jersey. A legit old one. I'm like, how much did you pay for that? Because it had the WWF logo on it. And I was nice. like, I was like, did you pay, like, because it looks crispy as hell. And it was, it's pretty interesting, but you see, like, it's on the come because the Attitude Era has a lot of like disgusting missteps, and I don't yes. think that I don't think that that's the prime example of what wrestling is, can or should be. No, definitely but it not. is the biggest to it. It's how I found it. I mean, I think that's how most people got into wrestling is the Attitude Era, biggest time in wrestling because you had the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, well, it's the thing is, like, on. I was like kind of like I flipped between channels, but I was always a WWF guy. But my earliest wrestling memories was just. Uh, me as a small kid, and like you know, changing the channels, it'd always be wrestling on in the morning, whatever show that would mm. be on Saturday mornings and stuff. Superstars, it's pro- probably superstars, or because um, it wouldn't be on that early in the morning. But uh, and I just kind of watched it or whatever. I remember I have an early memory of a college, uh, like gymnasium and seeing uh, Blink. But I probably did, was. But I got a like. But this is like early nineties. Uh, but I got a doink, um, like, holog- like the, the, you remember the silver holographic, like, mm-hmm. cards or whatever, or yep. stickers? It was like that, and uh, I, like, vaguely remember it, but uh, I also, ha- like, have a very early memory, and I still have it right behind me, right here. It's never left me. Uh, I've never been a Hulk Hogan mark in my life. It's never been a thing for me. I know who he is. I'm just, like, it would just kind of pass me by, but I have this... Uh, OG Hulk Hogan uh, wrestling buddy because I was a small kid and my mom took me and my sister in to get like chicken pox shots or some shit mm-hmm. like knock them out two and yep. one so afterwards she was like oh like that sucked for you guys let's go to Toys R Us so you can pick out a toy and I picked this out but I fucking did not watch wrestling and I still have it today <laughs> and I can probably sell it on fucking eBay for like 80 bucks <laughs> but uh, I won't because it's like oh cool um and then I did not watch wrestling 
all until about in fifth grade, which is probably like 98, I moved to Oklahoma and my from California and I have family from here. And I have two cousins, uh, two male cousins and one was older than the other and uh, he lived with his father half of the year. But his father's side of the family was way into this Attitude Era WCW wrestling. So he brought it back and me and him and uh, my cousin we got way into it, and they, like, pushed me into it, and I was, like, prime attitude era. So it's, like, it's like right after Shawn Michaels uh, is injured and no longer there, and it's, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin is only showing up yeah. some of the time because, like, his, his knee's fucked up, and they're just kind of keeping him off of TV. Yeah. And, uh, you know, The Undertaker, and they're doing, like, super goth shit and the super hardcore shit, and I totally, uh, like, totally globbed on to Mick Foley because he was the weird, weird character. And this is, like, before... Well, he was still Mankind. Yeah. So, like, he was the weird character that always felt weird and was talking about being, uh, you know, Foley's baby boy. Like, Miss Foley's baby mm-hmm. boy and stuff. And that's kind of what I, like, grabbed onto. And I watched it up into probably a little bit after SmackDown started. Because SmackDown was, like, a one-time show. At first, yeah. It was a one-time show, and then, like, it worked. So, months later, they turned it into a regular television show. Uh, I did get one pay-per-view once, because my parents were like, oh, what do you want? And I was like, this pay-per-view. And I don't remember what pay-per-view was, but I remember what happened. And it was like, Mae Young got naked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my parents were like, fuck this. And it was, like, 50 bucks, and they were just upset because there was, like, old ladies being naked on television, and I was in, like, fucking, like, sixth grade. And they were like, this is garbage. And it honestly was garbage and not for children because it was pretty upsetting stuff. But I remember being upset because I was like, this is not what I want. I want the match. Where's the match that I want? Because I was watching religiously... So after a show, you know that that, that big match is going to happen, and they only show the, the shots. But that was the one show that I ever got. Uh, was it Armageddon? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember which year it was. But it was it was pretty upsetting. And I had, like, a Stone Cold t-shirt. Uh, I think I had a Mankind action figure. Uh, but nothing crazy. I played a lot of the video games. I played the SmackDown video game a lot. I really... Absolutely hated The Rock. Uh, he was such you a good... hated The Rock? Oh, I hated him. He was such a good heel. He pissed me off. I fucking hated oh, him. Oh, well, as a heel. He yeah. was great at whatever role he Well, yeah, like, I hated him. him. I hated him as his doing his heel work uh, up until where he was getting cheered, and I wouldn't back down. But my cousin still loved him, so that was kind of our point of contention. And then it just kind of fell apart, and I didn't watch any of it at all. I just totally discounted wrestling completely uh, all through most of middle school and high school, and uh, Darren Aronofsky made the movie The Wrestler. Which is a great film. Fucking, it's fantastic. The Wrestler, and I was like, you know what? Because I watched wrestling as a kid, so I didn't view it from, I didn't view it as adults doing those things. Uh, I didn't understand, like, the hardships life on the road could possibly yeah. present. So that that movie, like, was like, oh, and I got, and I was like, okay. Opened your eyes. It opened, it opened my eyes a lot, and I think it's still the best Aronofsky movie easily but uh I agree so me and my friend uh Devin watched a lot of documentaries we watched beyond shoot interviews uh, yeah. but uh what we really did was we got on the internet 
downloading videos, like really crappy, low quality, uh, pre-network ECW matches, just single mm-hmm. matches yeah. out of out of videos, and I'd like put them on, like burn them onto DVDs, and we'd go to his house and we'd like you know smoke weed and drink cold beers, and we'd watch these matches, and uh, we had a weird. It was weird because it wasn't in any kind of order. We were just watching matches and be like, oh, well, we really like this guy. So I would try to find those matches on these like uh, forums or like like collections or matches and like burn them. And then that kind of like fizzled out and I didn't think about it at all for a really long time up until wrestling kind of got hot again in the last couple of years where like people were more vocal about talking about it uh, and being entertained by it. I mean, I feel like because... We would chat every once in a while, and all of a sudden, you just like started talking about oh, I got Raw way and yeah. SmackDown there for a while. Yeah, and I was all like, "Dude, if you, think, if you think that's good, NJPW." Well, I was like, "I, I literally, yeah. I was like, you need to watch yeah. NJPW." It was weird because been so long. You need to watch this Omega yeah. guy. And I like, I listened to podcasts about lots of different things, and I see people around, and I, you know, try to keep my finger on the pulse of pop culture. To an extent, but I saw that wrestling was a bigger thing, and I was like, okay, like I'd like to see what's going on. WrestleMania is about to start, so a couple weeks before then, I was watching Raw and SmackDown on Hulu, and then I got the network for the yeah, month. you bought the network, so you for could... like the free month, and I invited some friends over to watch it, and I had no idea I was watching it from adult eyes for the first time, and it was very interesting, and I was uh, compelled. I was like, oh, like I understand why people like sports now. Yeah. To an extent of thrill of, of, de- of things. Thrill of, of victory and the agony of defeat. Yeah, but the, it's more the like the evolving and like the personality, like going up and down and you know, uh, injury, and then the extra layer that wrestling adds of the 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 cave, them them lying to you in the most like interesting, hilarious. And sometimes poignant ways uh, that can be gorgeous, and it's and it's really cool. But then uh, I started watching regularly, and Matt was like, "Oh, you got to watch this New Japan Kenny Omega Okada." So I started watching random matches on like Daily Motion. I would just mm-hmm. Google them and find them. And uh, after I started to get a few under my belt, the conveniently happened. And, and I don't know if that's the best place to start. The best place to start. <laughs> it's the best place to start, I will tell you right now, because there is nothing that I then I mean, like, you know, my mother, my friends, but as far as, like, um, I don't know, performance art? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It's That's what it is. Like, the, the, uh, the genius of the G1 and... Uh, the like subtle, straight complexity of New Japan is what did me in because I watched uh, G One and I didn't know who any of these fuckers were. And I'm I am a I am only one year in. Matt and I somehow I feel very blessed, but I've only been watching for a year. But I've watched every uh, New Japan thing big that happens. Every big show. Sometimes I'll skip. The undercard. If you watch New Japan, you know there's lots of uh, multi tags, but uh, it's been the most rewarding of any wrestling. At this point, I watch WWE because sometimes it's fun, but.
but I watch New Japan. Because basically, if you're going to be because, in the bigger conversation about wrestling, you have you to have watch to, yeah. WWE. But I watch New Japan because it fucking means something to me. Exactly. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, there's people, like, I'm like, oh, well, you work for WWE. What do you expect? And, like, you know, that's lame, but whatever. But somehow, luckily, uh, this year, Matt and I will be able to actually attend the very first night of a G1 in the U.S. Yeah. And Which is crazy. It's going to be an insane night. And, I mean, what we wanted to do on this show, I mean, was kind of give you our backgrounds. Yeah. We're going to release these house shows Every once in a while, just occasionally. I I guarantee we will release one after we go to the G1. I mean, we're taking our recording equipment with us, and we will be recording one after that. Um, I don't know how much... We we will not go in-depth on a show like we do in our normal show on these house shows. It'll be our immediate reaction. It's basically going to be like, hey, we have something that we want to talk about. Let's just throw it up out there. Maybe you guys have the same kind of interest as us. And just creates conversation. That's what these shows are for. Yeah. So, like I said, these aren't going to be every as long week. as this one, probably. But this is kind of our. We want to tell you what's up. Yeah. And so, uh, but you can always find us um, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, just wherever you find your podcast at. Rate and yeah. review us. Give us good five stars. Um, you can always email us at WrestlingHistoryX at gmail.com. And you can always find us on Twitter at WrestlingHistoX. That's Wrestling H-I-S-T-O-X. If somehow you are going to the G1 in Dallas. Let us know. Let us know. We'd love to meet up, have a beer or something. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, we, are, we live in Oklahoma. It is very easy for us. Uh, hopefully this show sells better than we expect. Yeah. We got those tickets but, real early. And yeah. Got really good seats. So, <laughs> so hopefully uh, we'll talk to you very soon, and uh, hope to see you in Dallas. See ya.